0: Mikey and Rin, stay in. Oh yeah. Hello everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin, stay in. It is Mikey, your returning champion. How's things? I'm alone this time again. My faithful companion, Rinny, is working technically right now, but also I don't think 100% ready to get back on the mic, which is totally cool. I just wanted to have had a couple people reach out about updates and kind of where things are at, and I wanted to provide that for our lovely, loyal, fun, fancy fan base. What up, Mercy Fam? We are, yeah, we just got done with, we had our family in town, my family, my mom, my dad, and my sister, John, Margie, and Anna, and they were here for an early Thanksgiving. They just flew out today. Uh, I have this fucking theory that, so we live in Portland, Oregon. It's the most beautiful green place. Oregon is gorgeous. Portland is a rad city. But what happens here, I don't know if you've heard, but it rains. And every time that we have people in town that care about the weather, it rains or is cloudy I swear to God, it's the Truman Show shit. From the moment their plane lands, like it will be sunny, you know, in the morning, and then their flight, like someone's flight will land at eleven a.m. At ten fifty nine, the clouds roll in, and then the second they fly out, which happened today, ten twenty was my parents' flight. It rained the whole time that they were here, basically, and then like ten twenty on the dot, the sky opened up. I, I don't know. I'm trying not to be a paranoid lunatic. But I don't know, sometimes it just makes fucking sense. Sometimes paranoia is real. So I don't know, maybe I care too much about the weather. Maybe our our people do, I'm not sure. But uh, that's happening. We had a wonderful visit with them. We cooked insane turkey from a local farm. We cooked enough food for 25 people. We had seven. And so we've got leftovers for days. But that was really fun. And they're so supportive. My family is uh, just on top of all the things that are going on with our pregnancy world and baby world, probably more than I am. They asked questions that I was even like, oh God, I don't know. Uh, my mom asked me if, you know, Corinne was supposed to take this pregnancy test like two weeks after the procedure just to make sure that she wasn't still, not pregnant, but the fact, oh, it wasn't a procedure, the miscarriage, sorry. <laughs> but she, uh, you know, just to make sure that there wasn't wasn't anything kind of remaining. I think I, I the I, the idea of it for me is I think that if you, it shows an elevated level of HCG, that there might still be, you know, kind of pieces of the pregnancy. I don't want to say it in a really gross way like that, but it is kind of that, um, that they might have to remove um, that didn't come out during the miscarriage. So, uh, yeah, trigger warning. This whole show should be a trigger warning. But, uh, my mom asked me if she had taken that pregnancy test. And to tell you the truth, I think I had trauma blocked it. Corinne had totally taken it. It was negative, but I, I had just kind of forgotten about it because it was just, it's just such a thing. You know, everything is like painful and too much. And so I think I just fucking forgot it. But, um, but yeah, having my family here is really awesome because they're just, they're on top of it and they love, they're lovely and funny. And we did a lot of great stuff. Um, and yeah, we're just kind of, you know, it's it's having people around, having people ask about the pregnancy. Some people don't know, either. I guess it's people that don't listen to the podcast, they don't know that Corinne had a miscarriage, so it's, you know, kind of almost every day we have someone text to, to ask, like, you know, how's the pregnancy going? And, you know, it's no fault of theirs, it's our fault probably for telling people too early, um, but, you know, I have to kind of disappoint people a little bit every day, and I don't know, dude, there's something that's fucking wound opening about that and I hate disappointing people and you know obviously it's it's, it's a different thing it's not disappointing people but it is kind of it's you know immediately they're like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I brought it up and you know it's just it's all good but it's just something that we're going through and kind of every time I feel kind of good about it you know something kind of opens up the wound and you know I think Corinne's definitely going through that and I'm trying to kind of like lean into the kind of power of positivity, the things that, you know, like being like everything's going to be dope. We're going to fucking sort this out, like no matter what happens, even if we end up deciding that we're not going to have kids or that we're going to adopt or that we're going to, you know, think about fostering or, you know, I don't know. All of the options are kind of on the table. So so that's our world. We are we're going to be doing IVF again. I you know, I think it's probably going to be something that we might be kind of radio silence about just because i you know the last couple pregnancies and you know i we've been wanting to have our peeps on board from the beginning this one stung because it was just so unexpected and it was the one that was supposed to go right and i don't know i think we kind of didn't love having everybody know this time just because it was i don't know you end up disappointing people you end up people are along for the ride with you and it's you, it's a little bit of you know it's it's a diffusion of pain on some level but then it's also kind of a a multiplication of pain on other levels so i don't i don't know we, i don't know if that means that we're not going to have the show that we're not going to do the show during um what you know IVF process and maybe during the pregnancy but we'll just have to see won't we maybe that is the perfect time to launch Mikey and Rin Eden which is going to be our I think I'm pronouncing that with the wrong, the emphasis on the wrong syllable, but Mikey and Rin Eat in. Um, it's funny because the opposite of that is eating out, not nah, eating out, Lingus. <laughs> but that show is going to be something along the lines of we're going to, you know, cook, not on 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 microphone, but I think we're going to cook a meal from a recipe or from a, a cookbook, and then eat it with. Family, friends, maybe people that are producing some of the items that are going into our dish, maybe the people that wrote the cookbook. We have a bunch of friends that are cookbook authors. But yeah, that's going to be a really, that's going to be a show that's all just for funsies. It's not going to be no saddies. It's going to be no intense conversation, maybe some political shit. But kind of the idea of it is, you know, get together. We have kind of like a, you know, fun talk about stuff, Jeffersonian dinner. Maybe we kind of have like, you know, some topics that we'll bring up and chat about. But that one, maybe this is the best time to launch that is during the round where we're not gonna be talking about um the pregnancy or what's going on with us. So look out for that shit. We are yeah, so we're we're meeting with our IVF doctor in a couple weeks, and that'll, you know, we, we kind of know what the process is, we know what the meeting's gonna be about, but it's just impossible not to futurize and not to, you know, feel like fuck. Are we just jumping back into this? pain pool that has you know tried to fucking drown us so many times so I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens I mean we're just gonna go for it we have this one last embryo it's a male embryo it's a baby boy so that's different that's kind of insane to think about but uh most people don't have a choice so it's crazy that we actually do but we're yeah, I don't know. Feeling all the feelings about that. we You know, the other thing that happens that, I don't know, we hadn't kind of considered is there's this like, there's this doubling up of milestones, right? So the other day, which was October 29th, I had forgotten this, but Corinne reminded me that that was the due date for the first pregnancy that Corinne had. And so our baby would have been two on October 29th. And that is... uh that's a, a, a mind fuck. That's a lot to think about. And then the other thing that happens is like, you know, with each pregnancy that Corinne has had, there's been someone in our world who has also been pregnant and has had like a similar due date. And uh, most of those people had their babies. So now we see those babies both on social media, but also in person, and we know their kids and It's just this reminder of, oh, our kiddo would be that old. Our kiddo would be starting to talk right now. Our kiddo would be walking. And it's this unique kind of pain that you don't really think about, you know, before you go through a pregnancy loss. And, dude, you know, I don't mean to bring everything back to politics, but it just every time. So there's this new, you know, uh, governor of Virginia and basically, it sounds like they're going to really try to fast track moving towards the abortion ban, the six-week ban that Texas has done. And it. I just can't help but just think about the lack of... Experience the lack of empathy that a lot of these mostly male politicians have for people, men and women, and women and women, and all you know, couples and single people, and all the things that go through pregnancies and lose babies or have to decide to end a pregnancy like we did at 22 weeks. And they're not thinking about the insane amounts of pain that go into some of these decisions. That being said, they're also not thinking about people that choose to end a pregnancy um for other reasons. And I just think that it's a really selfish, uh, it's the most selfish and short-sighted thing that we can have. And it's taking away women's rights. If men got pregnant, you'd be able to have a pregnancy up to 18 years old or an abortion, sorry. If men got pregnant, you'd be able to have an abortion up until the kid was 18 years old. Like you could fucking have, Whiskey and pizza and cigars served to you while you were getting your abortion at 39 weeks. Fuck this. It's such bullshit. If you're in a state that's pushing this sort of stuff, vote. Don't let these motherfuckers through. These are ideologues. These are Bible-thumping idiots that are stuck in the dark ages that don't understand what it means to actually support women. And I think even if they do understand what it means to support women, they are actively deciding not to do that. So fuck them. Vote them out or, vote, or don't let them get in. So yeah, that's my little political corner, but we, you know, we're just having so many kind of epiphanies around what it means to be in the situation that we're in comparatively to where we were. I think there's a lot of, you know, when we were in Boulder, like years ago, before we even, you know, we thought we weren't going to have kids, Mm, delicious coffee sip. And we, the hardest conversation that we would ever have, like we would once a month or something, we'd go out and like have beers or something and be like, so what are we going to do? Are we going to have a baby? Are we going to try to have kids? And the, we would just, oh, my God, sweat and hand wring over the idea of even just having like an easy pregnancy and a kiddo that didn't have any issues and just having a kid in general. We were like so stressed about it. Not And had we known kind of what the process was going to be for us, I have Gosh, I don't know. I can't imagine that we would have actually decided to go through this. I think we would have started looking at other options from the beginning, but you never know what the river is going to be like until you step into it. So I don't know. When I talk to friends who, well, the other thing that came up that was interesting was, you know, Chris Pratt, who's the actor who's from Guardians of the Galaxy and Parks and Rec. You know, he's being kind of dragged right now for a lot of different reasons. I think he's pretty, he's more, he's problematic, A, because I don't know, people, they see him on a show like Parks and Rec and they have this kind of view of him. They think that he's probably this, you know, this liberal, fun, funny guy, whatever. Um, And then, you know, he's come out talking about that he's kind of on the fence with politics and that he does follow and support certain conservative, you know, talking heads and politicians. And so, of course, people have this big, like, oh, my God, can you believe it? He's married to a fucking Schwarzenegger. Like, you know, Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger, it, you know, he is not a liberal dude. I mean, he's, like, you know, liberal for California. But, I mean, for other parts of the, or, excuse me, rep, uh, conservative for California. But, I mean, in other parts of the country, like, he's maybe a little bit more liberal. But, I mean, he's, like, a, you know, very, I don't know, is he Republican? Can't remember. But, you know, why the fuck do we care about Chris Pratt? Why do we care what he thinks? But one of the things that's come up recently is that he posted this like very kind of, I don't know, self servy kind of, oh my gosh, my princess of a wife, blah, 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 blah. But it was kind of like, look at what a performative good husband I am. But one of the things that he said was, you know, she does all these things for me, da, 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 da. But one of the things that she did was, you know, she gave me this healthy baby. And I think the reaction that people had was... Uh, a, it's a loaded statement to say healthy baby, and B, um, like because you what wouldn't have loved an unhealthy baby or a baby that had issues, and the, one of the main things is that he his previous wife and he and he had had a baby that was in the NICU for a really long time, like had major issues, and I think has con- continues to have major issues, and so what what's the comment that you're making, you know? Is it that the baby's healthy and that's the important thing? I mean, obviously, it's the thing, you know, when everybody says, like, you know, what, you know, do you want to have a boy or a girl? And I just want to have a healthy baby. They're not saying, like, you know, that I will hate this baby if it's not healthy or, um, you know, but you're just hoping for that. But it is a loaded statement for people. I mean, like us who can't have any sort of baby right now and. It's just a qualification. Our baby's better than yours because it's healthy. A healthy baby is better than this other type of baby. And I get it. It's maybe we're just getting too nuanced and we're getting you know mired down in kind of the details of a comment. But it's I think we have to, in, in order for people to kind of, in order for us to talk about what it means to have, like my sister was born a super preemie. She was born at 24-ish weeks and has had major issues. And, like, if you were to say, like, was she a healthy baby when she was born? No, she was in an incubator. She had major surgeries very early on. But is she an awesome adult? She's the most amazing adult. She's the best. So she wouldn't be qualified under that statement to say, like, my mom gave us a healthy baby. You know, she was an unhealthy baby. That turned out to be a really cool and healthy adult. So I don't know it's hard because it's all a minefield. It's all a world that like everything can kind of be triggering and uh I don't know, people can roll their eyes and say everybody just needs to, you know, buck up a little bit and um but it's just something that I hadn't really thought about like the statement of a like healthy baby. It's it is. It's a it's a it's a a qualification of value. And right now, you know, I just want a baby that I can that's that's, you know, that I can love and squeeze and you know snuggle with and so it's really hard when people are kind of qualifying babies right Um, but that was just in the news today thought it was something that I should probably bring up overall Rennie and I are here we're awesome we are uh, I mean an awesome and here all those things are qualified because they're are we awesome no I mean we're great as a couple our, our relationship has like gotten nothing but stronger. but fuck, we're each struggling in different moments and for different reasons. And this has been, you know an insane test of you know endurance uh, but also kind of like how to deal with these kind of acute moments of pain and loss and sadness. It's been a lot. I mean, it's this is like a training for the Olympics of, of uh, depression and loss and grief. So, and again, I, which I think I've said in a lot of times before is that, you know, we've been through a version of this that, you know, for some people it's unfathomable. Like they've, they've they haven't dealt with anything this sad in the, in the pregnancy and, and baby making world. Other people have dealt with things that are like a thousand percent sadder, but this is where we're at. And I think that, you know, a lot of our listeners have reached out cause they're like, this is something that's allowed me to feel like I can talk about my story about, the troubles that we had getting pregnant, about miscarriages that I've had, about stillborn babies, um, about the feelings that I've had when I chose not to have kids. I just think we have to open up the conversation to everybody and amplify voices that aren't often heard because it's something that people often shy away from because it's too scary or it's too personal. Fuck that. Talk about it if you want to. But um, that's all I got. We love you guys. Glad that you're still tuning in to the sound of my silky, smooth, stupid voice. We love you. And um, at some point, we're going to be back on with Rinny. But you know what? At some point, we might just be pivoting to our new show. And you're going to go listen to that. And it's going to be amazing. So anyways, we love you guys. Uh, this is Mikey signing off. Reach out. Uh, we've gotten so many cool messages lately through our uh, Instagram. So at Mikey and Rin, R-I-N-N-E, obviously. But some people think it's R-I-N. And then um, let's eat at MikeyandRinStayIn.com. If you want to reach out, send us an email. But anyways, we love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. I'm going to do a little singing at the end here because I'm Mikey. And tonight, I'm staying in. Fuck yeah. See you guys.